Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We'll talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. Hey everybody, today we're in 1 Timothy chapter 4. Uh, just kind of, yeah, continuing this letter from Paul. Oh, it's good. What? It's just really mm, good. It's so good. I, I love I love this. Let's dive in. We're just going to, it's literally like 16 verses. So yeah. we'll just go through it. Hopefully we'll get it. I feel like we've had some longer podcasts lately. So we'll be done before 20 minutes. For sure. It's <laughs> the, the, the short what? of it here is Paul's mm-hmm. correcting bad theology. Yeah. People are saying you can't eat certain foods and you can't get married. Right. And essentially what he's going to come back on them with is that these are good gifts that God created and gave you. Mm-hmm. And so if you look at verse four, four, I have verse four written down in my notepad. Okay. It says for everything God created is good and nothing's to be rejected. Mm-hmm. If it's received with thanksgiving because it's consecrated by the word of God and prayer. Mm. And so Jesus is, or, or God's calling us here um, to, to look at things differently. Before this, there was all these wild laws. You couldn't eat certain right. foods and shellfish and pork and mm-hmm. on certain days of the week. And thank God Jesus came and changed things. Yeah. Same. Well, other scriptures talk about, hey, if this is going to cause somebody to stumble, then be right. wise in the way you act. But right now, like, if this should be liberating and freeing. Enjoy what God made. Enjoy yeah. your taste buds. Mm-hmm. Enjoy marriage. Mm-hmm. If God calls you to that, mm-hmm. this be a beautiful gift. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to these false teachers who are teaching this nonsense, right. he says, call them out and call them out kindly. Where are you at now? Verse six. Okay. You want to read that? Sure. If you put these things before the brothers, you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus, being trained in the words of the faith and of the good doctrine that you have followed. This is the ESV. Mm -hmm. It's a little more wordy. That's verse six. Yeah. Basically saying Mm -hmm. like, you got to point these things out when people are saying things are not true, are not encouraging, are not edifying Mm -hmm. and not building up of other people. Kindly call them out saying, hey, Mm -hmm. what you're saying is not biblical. It's not accurate. Mm -hmm. And we don't need to be crazy confrontational. And I feel like some of us are fighters and some of us are flighters. Yeah. But he's saying this is actually supposed to be part of normal Christian living in Mm -hmm. life and community. Saying, hey, here's what I'm reading. Here's what I'm learning. Think you might be missing it. And when Mm -hmm. people do that to me, I have to be teachable. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So that's kind of verse six, seven talks about like how, and then just like, don't, don't do anything with that. Like, you know, just be, tell them truth and, you know, be kind and loving, but don't mess around with these silly myths. Rather train yourself for godliness. For while bodily training is for some value, godliness is of value in every way as mm-hmm. it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. Mm. In second Timothy uh, <coughs> chapter two, verse four, he, he says something similar to Timothy again. Mm-hmm. He's saying, don't get caught up in civilian affairs. Mm, well, Meaning okay. a good soldier for Christ does not get involved in civilian affairs. Mm. Other scriptures talk about how there are things that are permissible and mm-hmm. legal, mm-hmm. but they're not beneficial. Right. And so I got to sit down and think through mm-hmm. having intentionality in my life. Right. What what's, is that for you? What's yeah. good? Like, what am I watching? Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like that's not a, a complicated one for us. Sure. But what is needing to be examined more often is like, what am I spending my time doing? Sure. Um, am I consecrating my time and giving that to God? What am I spending the, the late hours of the night doing? Am I just staring at the wall? Am I- <laughs> yeah. There are times I am right now. Yeah. 
There are times we need to be human, yeah. and we're just physically done. Our brains are shot. We got all the kids in bed, so we got to give ourselves some grace there. <laughs> but I also can't be sitting on my phone, scrolling through it, looking at stuff all day. Yes, and and aimlessly watching TV. Mm-hmm. There's got to be intentionality, mm-hmm. and because when you're training, because right. what I'm saying here is when you're physically training for something, you have got a goal. You've got a plan. Mm-hmm. Probably a diet. Like what are you eating? What are you not eating? Right. When are you working out? Are you doing cardio or are you lifting weights? Right. Um, and so when it comes to our spiritual growth, he's saying, have a plan, Mm -hmm. be intentional. Yeah. How are you doing this? When are you praying? When are you reading? When are you in community? When are you worshiping? These are the things that we have to focus on because, um, if we don't have a plan and we're not intentional, we could just quickly get kind of swept into the fast pace of life and living and move on and, and do so with like, um, not even ill intent or in trying to be sinful or away from the Lord. We just get caught up in busyness. See, that's the realization. I think that like you are being formed. You are. Whether you're intentionally, you know, walking on a path of spiritual formation to look more like Jesus Christ or or you are not. And there's this other way that you're being formed, you know, to look more like our belly button, a little look down and just look more like our... You know what I'm getting at. And so... I, I think we we don't like to think about that, that like, okay, no, these little things aren't adding up, you know, I, it was just that one time or what, and, and there's grace. I, I'm not saying like this condemning thing, you need to do this every day. And at the same time, like, I think we're being encouraged here in First Timothy just to really examine and say, okay, you know, we, we make plans. Here's the thing, folks. You make plans for T-ball every, you know, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. But we can't make plans unto the Lord, you know? And again, grace, like these can be unto the Lord. You know, you can use those as vessels and vehicles to yeah. do gospel work 110%. But let's also just examine honestly and say, hey, what is, you know, the algorithm of my life? Yeah. What does that actually and say about I, And me? I believe you listening, you have the mm. power and the capacity to make some really small and subtle changes sure. to your life. That could have dynamic impact, and that's like totally. Don't w- w- read the news or or get on social media until you pray mm. and read some form of scripture. It might even yeah. be a couple verses. It might be one chapter. I don't know. Mm. Just just hit a make a goal that you can attain. Or so here's like, one like somebody. I remember this from group. I remember this, I remember this uh, gal saying this in group, I am not bringing my phone into my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Boom. And then okay. instead of like scrolling through stuff, we might say, hey, I'm going to spend my time, my last minutes of the day praying right. and reflecting on the day and where I met God and where the Holy Spirit was working. And then also exactly. where maybe I missed it and need to confess or repent of Same something. Same thing in the morning then. Yeah. So think about how you start your day, how you end your day. You got to mm-hmm. eat throughout the day. I've been pounding that home in the last couple of sermons. Yeah. So try to use mealtime with intentionality. Like, oh, okay. Maybe there's one verse that I'm going to recite you know, as a prayer before or after every meal. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Just start there. That's awesome. But that's intentional training. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and over mm-hmm. time, you're going to start habit stacking and building. And pretty soon, you're going to look back and go, whoa, I came a long ways. I'm growing. I've, I've retained scripture in my mind and my heart. I'm thinking about things differently. I'm looking at people differently. Well, it's because you're being becoming preoccupied with the things of God. Hmm. We're taking the things of the world you know, as we start our day and end our day and getting rid of it. So I'm going to start and end my day with the Lord, mm-hmm. consecrating that time to him. 
And that's something that everybody can do. And I'd say pick a goal that's attainable, do it, do it well, win the day, and then just slowly grow from there. And so what Paul's essentially doing is saying, this is a, an imperative. I'm imploring you. Verse 11, yeah. command and teach these things. Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young. So we're, we're telling people, train for godliness. It's mm-hmm. a command. And as you follow Jesus, don't let anybody look down on you because of your age. And uh, I, I love that encouragement, especially for the young folks out there listening. You, you're, you're a leader. You're a leader. Be a leader. You follow Jesus, um, be teachable and humble, learn from those who have gone before you. And we also have a lot to learn from people who are younger than us. Um, yeah. It's it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of unpacks it then in verse 13, like, well, what are we supposed to do with this? And he says, well, mm-hmm. devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to preaching and to teaching. Mm-hmm. That's something that we all can do, whether we are reading Scripture out loud or we're on the receiving end of that, that reading and mm-hmm. that preaching and that teaching. That's something we can do at least on Sundays. And oftentimes in small groups and other places as well. Mm-hmm. And I love verse 14. Don't neglect what? your gift, which was given mm. to you through a prophetic word when the body of elders laid their hands on you. Mm-hmm. Basically, don't apologize and feel bad for the gifts God's given you. I think sometimes we might tiptoe around that. Maybe mm-hmm. we have some, some humble, godly swagger as we walk in the gifts that God's given us. Amen. You're hospitable? Shoot, use your gift. Mm-hmm. If you can teach, go teach. If you can pray, go pray. And don't feel bad about it. Like, we use your gift for good. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we you need it. You've been given it to mm-hmm. use it. Yeah, we need it. Yeah, I like 15 just continues to say this, guys. Practice these things and immerse yourself in them so that all may see your progress. So I love... I love that too. So practice these things, immerse it so that all may see your progress. See, I hear that's the difference here is so it's not like, hey, look at me. I'm so holy. Look at me. I'm such a good servant of Jesus Christ. Look at me using my gift. No, 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 no. It's so that you can say, shoot, you guys, Jesus is alive and active and look what he's doing with my life. I'm so grateful for who he is. I'm so grateful for where I'm at with him. And that that is actually a big difference. <laughs> like one of the little comments here that I'm reading about this um, s- verse specifically is saying that this is it is noteworthy to fact. It is noteworthy, excuse me, that the fact here is is not arrival, but is indeed progress. Like the word, like how it's not like, hey, we're doing this, we're pra- we're doing our stuff, so, so we made it. You know, mm. no, 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 no. Christians must not perform good works for the sake of gathering others' attention or admiration, Christ, but instead for Christ's reputation and for um, continued believers' spiritual growth. And so that's essentially saying, like, for the point back to Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing here. And and then just realizing, like, this is, you know, Grandma Corver just celebrated her 90th. Grandma, happy birthday. Love you. And... Uh, Man, if Grandma Corver has taught me anything, and she has many things, one of them is what it is to be a continual pilgrim on a journey with Jesus. It's a lifelong a learner. progress, indeed. Um, and, and look how it's blessed. You know, so many, I know so many people are nodding your head right now. So many of us, myself included. Uh, the chapter ends continuing just this message keep a close watch on yourself and on the teaching persist in this 
for by doing so you will save both yourself and your hearers. And what I really love about that is, so, you know, Timothy's in Ephesus, Paul, Paul was in Ephesus, but now Timothy's there because of this like false teach, like, hey, we got to have somebody there that's speaking truth. We got to have somebody there that's going to, you know, keep the the foundation strong, keep the truth going. And so, you know, you one might think that instead of saying like, keep a close eye on yourself, you're like, hey, watch out for those, you know, keep an eye on those really false teachers, which, you know, we've heard still throughout the chapter. But no, instead, Paul's saying, keep a watch on yourself and on your teaching. And so that's, that's interesting to me to hold mm-hmm. there. Um, and then by doing that, we save ourselves and our hearers. And so just again, like um, examine, repent, cling to the word of God and with your life and with your teaching, uh, because it's out of that, this, the truth of who Jesus is and what he's done and how he has saved you mm-hmm. and the hearers is going to come it, out of that. Yeah, and, and just to shed a little more light on that last verse, Timothy is not the one saving people. Right. Um, when it says, you know, your doctrine, persevere in it, watch your life, you'll save both you, yourself, and your hearers. Uh, within the context of this verse, within the chapter, within the book, within the Bible, um, his doctrine is pointing towards the saving work of Jesus is what that's getting at. Timothy is yeah. not saving anybody. You ain't right. saving anyone. I ain't saving anyone. It's us with proper doctrine, mm-hmm. looking at the death and resurrection of Christ, how the entire Bible is pointing to Jesus. We're saved by grace through faith, understanding who he, God is and what he's done. And uh, it's in walking in that, in that reality. So anyways, that's all we got for you guys today. First Timothy 4, thanks for spending time with us in the scriptures this week. We pray that you have a, a great weekend. And as always, you're invited to worship. Um, 9, 10, 30, noon, 6 p.m. at Emmanuel will also be online. Uh, We'd love to connect with you, all right? God bless you. Talk to you soon. The Lord bless you and keep you. Don't make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give him his peace. Have a great day.